Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and I'm realizing I got to do something with pictures. Let's do this. So here's the deal. How do people like us who are in our second 50 years of life and don't buy into the garbage that getting older means getting weaker and being less active? How do we age in a way that we can feel proud of? Get stronger every year and be in better shape than people half our age? That's the question. And this podcast is gonna help us with the answers. My name is Coach Ken and welcome to Second 50 Strong. What's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and we had quite the snowstorm the other day. April 16th going into April 17th. Uh, it snowed hard, man. Granted, it was warm enough where it really didn't stick on the ground. It stuck on people's roofs and the uh, and the roofs of their car and stuff like that, but not on the road, thank God. But it snowed all day long. So I think that was winter's last punch, last sucker punch jab here to try and stick around and Today is gorgeous, full sun, and I think it's somewhere in the 50s, which for us in Maine, it, that's a beautiful day for April in the 50s. So that's really nice, but I can't believe how much it snowed. So you guys probably don't know this. I don't know if I've even mentioned this or not, but I, I do keto. That's what I tell people. I do keto. It all started from uh, a long story, which I won't tell now, but um, I was starting to get a lot slower <clears throat> when I was wrestling the high schoolers, especially the seniors. And it was, it was really getting me upset. And my kids were like, dad, you're getting old, just deal with it. You got to start lowering your expectations, which, you know, made me blow up inside. So I decided to quit sugar, totally change my diet, work out twice as hard. And here I am doing very fine right now. So don't believe the hype about getting older, push back, push back hard. So I when, when as I was looking at not eating sugar anymore, I stumbled on paleo and keto and I'm like, mm, keto, okay. So I've been doing it, I love it. I absolutely love it, it works for me. I eat a ton of vegetables uh, on keto and um, just no carbs and no sugar and I'm good for it and I feel great and I've been doing it for a very long time now and everything's fine. So. That's that. But anyway, so we were doing, uh, we were looking for a keto crust. Everyone wanted to have pizza. And my 19-year-old and my daughter uh, wanted to do keto with me just to see what it was like. So the three of us, the, the other three, wanted to have pizza and we make it at home. And us three were like, well, we can't do crust. What do we do? So we looked up um, cauliflower. <laughs> it sounds disgusting. Cauliflower crust, pizza crust. You're like, I don't even think I'd get it in my mouth long enough to spit it out, right? But it was good. But anyway, so I'm looking at these recipes. And of course, what pops up are all these keto blogs. And I'm sitting there being like, God, look at all these pictures. There's like 20 pictures. Just show me the damn recipe. You know, I don't want to go through all this, you know, this 2,000 words and 20 pictures. And then really kind of dawned on me, scrolling through, trying to find the actual recipe. I don't have many pictures on my stuff at all. You know, the... On my blog, I only have one picture per blog, and it's the, the introductory picture, what you see on the title when you want to click on it. And then that comes back to the top of the page when you want to read it. That's what Site123 does, which I am, as of now, an enormous fan of. Love them. So I'm like, God, I don't have any extra pictures. And I made all of this stuff trying to get it edited, which is another huge problem right now because nothing is supposed to be easy, right? And it's not. So just don't think it is because it's just not supposed to be. So I got a lot of issues with that right now. But uh, I got to put pictures in there. It's all in essay form. No one's going to want to read just like an essay on 
uh, how to squat. Like people like pictures. I like pictures. So why wouldn't I give pictures? So I'm looking into all of this and you got to pay for them, man. There are a few free websites out there. What did I look at? Pixabay. And I don't even remember the names of the other ones. Something Upsplash and like a bunch of others. And they had a couple. Okay. You know, nothing great. Actually, Upsplash is what Site123 uses. Because when I went on Upsplash, I'm like, oh, here's all the pictures that Site123 gives me. And I think it's the best free one. And I just wanted a picture of a plain old barbell. Uh, no weights on it. Couldn't find it. So I find it on all of this other stuff. I don't even remember the names of those websites. I'm not a details guy. So just bear with me when it comes to, to talking about this stuff. And they're like, yeah, sure. You can have this. It's $29.99 a month. I, I just wanted to buy a picture. I'm like, yeah, I'll spend $4.99 on that. Maybe you know, six bucks. They want $29.99 a month for uh, 10 free pictures a month. I'm like, there's no way in hell. I am spending $29.99 a month just to get some free pictures. So my 19-year-old son, who is also, he's building his own business, and I just have the world, the universe's worth of respect for him. At his age, he is just leaps and bounds ahead, and, and how much he's working on himself is actually inspiring. Anyway, uh, he's like, Dad, you got to start thinking about taking your own pictures. There's some good apps out there, and you're going to have to buy a photo app for, I have an iPhone eight and I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap bastard, like really bad. And I'm like, I'll, I'll look at the free ones. He's like, no, you know, get a good photo app, a good camera app. So I haven't even looked at that because this transpired this morning to be able to probably start to take my own pictures, which then comes into lighting, uh, which then comes into, as I start taking pictures, what's the background going to look like? You know, like where my little half rack is and my weights and stuff. It's not an attractive looking area. I can promise you that my wood stove is three feet away from it. You know, I sweat my, I sweat like crazy during the winter when I work out because the wood stove is right there. You know, no one's going to want to see that in the background. So do I need to now move my rack? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? And I think I need to buy lighting things. And it's just like, wow. So I watched a couple YouTube videos on how to make a YouTube video with your iPhone and how to take good quality pictures with your iPhone. And apparently you absolutely need lighting. You need to buy some lighting and get a good uh, camera app and a good video app. Um, so yeah, so all of that is now transpiring as I'm realizing I need to type a little less and start putting in some pictures of things which will make life easier uh, for everyone to look at, including me. So with editing, real quick, <laughs> this is kind of funny. The I, I do everything on my iPad. I'm a huge Apple fan because everything is so easy and it streams. And I've got an iPhone. I've got an iPad. We've got a, uh, a desktop, whatever those suckers are called. And everything just goes to each other. It's just so easy. It's, it's just so high-level technology. I think it's great. But, but it doesn't do well communicating with other things. So I'm working with this woman who does all of her corrections on we're on Microsoft Word something something and I'm communicating with her through Fiverr and I'm like do you think you can edit this and she's like I don't know send me something and I can't and I send it to her and she can't open it and she tries to send me something back you know I can't open it and so it's just like uh so that's where we are with all of that is I need to figure out how to turn it into a Word document and get it to them which I think I've done and sent it out and she hasn't gotten back to me and maybe I've already wasted too much of her time without paying her anything. Uh, it's been over, you know, 24, 36 hours since I said, I think I got it. I think I turned it into a Word document. Can you open it? And she hasn't responded. So now I think I need to 
probably look for a different editor. And it was too bad because, you know, sometimes even when you're typing to people, I'm more of a talker, but uh, when you're typing to people, you kind of get a connection. And I liked her. I liked how she wrote. I liked her personality. I was ready to work with her, but um, apparently not. So you got to figure out. And then if I can turn it into a Word document and then this whoever the editor is going to be corrects it to bring it back, I have yet to figure out how to put it back on pages. Now, some of you guys might be like, that's so simple. Well, good for you. <laughs> Why don't you tell me how to do it? Because I don't know. So that's, uh, so that's where I'm at. So I'm thinking pictures. I'm ready to do. I did my adopt a barbell blog because I really, you know, Olympic barbells are the way to go. I believe that with all of my heart. I've lived it. Um, it's just the way that it is. And I don't want it to seem like such a foreign thing. So I blogged about uh, having the process. My blog is not hardcore. Like, it's funny. You know, and a lot of my, uh, all of my pictures, like, and, and this is why I know I'm not going to get any traffic. My pictures aren't even of a lot of times what I'm even talking about. I try and have this silly little spin on things because my big goal is not to educate people to the, to the tiniest little minutia detail about weightlifting because other people can do that better than me. And it's already been done. All I'd be doing is just copying. What I want to do is get people to do it. More people, more of you and more of us need to work out and stay strong. That's what needs to happen. We don't need to learn every tiny little detail. We need to do it. So my goal is to just make it fun and make it kind of funny and make it really lighthearted. So I did an article on adopting a barbell. You don't buy one, you adopt it. And so I went into all of that and that was kind of cute. And then now I'm going to follow up with, because it's, it's actually a little confusing uh, buying a barbell. You're going to hear little clicks because I'm in the parking lot. And it's also uh, confusing if you go to a gym and you wrap your fingers around a barbell. What are you picking up? What kind is it? You know, is it a good barbell? Is it not? Is it the best one for you that's in there? So you kind of need to know. So it gets a little confusing, especially online, because different barbell companies will label them differently. You know, Rogue has their youth, women's, and men's barbells. And then American Barbell has their powerlifting uh Olympic and something else, gym training, whatever barbells. They don't even go with youth men and women. So the categories are even different to start with. So it makes it difficult to compare uh, that way. So I want to get into a lot of that, but I wanted some pictures too. You know, when we talk about the difference between aggressive knurling versus mild knurling, it'd be nice to look at it uh, and see, you know, and neural marks and, and different things like that. And what's a sleeve and, and um, all of that to get pictures. So that's where I'm at, you know, I said, my first hundred blogs I've decided are going to be just documenting the process. Uh, that's what I've read and told is a decent thing to do. So that's what I'm doing. So we'll see uh, what new news I got for y'all on Wednesday. And uh, Coach Ken, get strong as hell. I'll talk to you later. Want to learn more on how to turn aging upside down? Go to second50strong.com. That's 2ND50strong. There we'll cover the ins and outs and ups and downs and how to live an active, energetic life that will make the 20-somethings jealous. This is Coach Ken, and I'll see you there. And please don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with the people you want to kick butt with.